Hello and welcome back to our study of Pnei Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Yehazim Alamed, Shlita. Hope everyone is having a great week thus far. Those who are enjoying the back-to-school week, I think here we had most of the children went back yesterday, and if not yesterday, by all by today, hopefully all of them. And we are only a few days away from Rosh Hashanah, but... We have to continue our study of Amiras Emes, and the next topic is Chovas Hadayonim Lahagil Emes, the obligation of judges to reach the truth. So even though that a person consistently and constantly has to make sure not to utter untruths, and as we've been discussing with testimony, so there is an even greater responsibility when giving testimony, but here also we're going to add to that those who are judges. And there are a number of mitzvahs in the Torah that deal with this. So the Gemara in Shavuos and Lamed Ahmed Beis says as follows, If according to all the rules of judgment, it would come out that person on trial is found to be chayiv, is found to be liable, guilty. And the judges feel that, you know what, there is something amiss, maybe some sort of scam, or maybe the, the witnesses are lying, or the person demanding the money or making the claim did not tell the witnesses the entire truth. Maybe they understood in their innocence that something happened, but the truth was something entirely different. In this instance, it falls upon the judges that it's not enough just to follow protocol. That's how you say it in Hebrew, by the way. Ha protocol is protocol. And the way we collect and gather testimony in the regular way with all sort of money cases. But they have to perhaps dig deeper, investigate deeper into these witnesses. And look at all the particulars of the episode and the incident. Until they can really uncover the untruth that has taken place. In other words... They sense that something's off, even though, technically speaking, they have to find this defendant guilty or liable or he has to pay, but they know that something's off. So they have to try and dig deeper and figure out where the mistake is made, where the Adam are lying, where the witnesses are lying, where the Baldin is lying. I hope I'm saying that word right, but I know it means a scandal. But if they don't succeed in uncovering this sort of scandal, and if after this they still feel that, you know what, the psakdin, the verdict that we're required to give, still does not represent the truth. So in this instance, they have to separate themselves, they have to recuse themselves and say that they don't have the ability to paskin, they don't have enough information, let's say. Because they were that they might give the wrong verdict. And 
the source for this is found in the Pasuk in Shmos Chav Gimel Pasuk Zayin, Midvar Sheker Tirchak, that Pasuk we've been saying all along, you have to distance yourself from words of Sheker. Kolomar, Lorak Sheker Mamashaser, not only is actual untruth, actual lies is prohibited, so based on the Rambam in Hilchah Sanhedrin, he says that the mitzvah is to distance yourself so much from Sheker that even you won't cause Dayanim, judges, to perhaps doubt the veracity of your words. So we don't want judges to be uncertain so that they will be unable to give proper judgment. tell us further, that a student that sits in front of his master, in front of his Rebbe in the time of judgment, and he sees that his Rebbe, his teacher, his master, is making a mistake in his logic or in the way he's going about a case. He cannot remain silent because on the one hand, you don't want to insult and show a lack of respect for your Rav, so one might think, well, he just should remain quiet. But not only does he not remain quiet, but he has to stand up and he has to express his opinion. So that the Rav will be able to take his words into account and then he will weigh it into his judgment and then hopefully be able to judge and adjudicate the case accordingly. And by the way, any teacher worth of salt would be appreciative of understanding a different facet or perhaps realizing he may have missed something. Not only that, the Dayanim, the judges, are not allowed to have students or those who are studying under them, those who are perhaps less than qualified because we're worried that they might have what we would call a krumshita. They might have opinions or methods that are not straight, they are twisted, and it could perhaps cause the judges to judge off course or to judge not accordingly. And again, that's mitvar sheker tirchak. In any event, we see that this overarching losase of staying away from sheker applies to judges and anyone that might possibly even put judges in a position where they'll have to say something that is incorrect. But in any event, we strive for the truth always. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in Hashem next time as we continue studying. Pinin Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Yazim Alameid, Shlita.